Hey, Stu. Welcome to Jump Seat Therapy, a podcast where we talk real talk about life's unexpected bumps and provide you with practical tools to keep you in flight even when life gets turbulent. My name's Cosette, and I'm a flight attendant who knows that sometimes life doesn't always go according to plan. No matter what phase of life's flight you're in or whatever weather might be in your path, I hope you never feel alone for the ride. I'm so excited to be on this journey with you. So without further ado, please take your seats and fasten your seatbelts because we're ready for takeoff. Hey girl, welcome aboard. I'm sure you're probably looking at today's title and thinking, didn't we just do this? Wasn't that what the pilot episode was all about? But I titled it Welcome Aboard because today I really want to dive deep into something that I think so many of us can relate to, especially with the start of a new year. And truthfully, the inspiration for today's episode came with this thought that I'm sure so many of us have had, and that was, dang, isn't boarding just the hardest freaking part of this job? And just like boarding, sometimes the getting started is the hardest part. Whether that's starting a new fitness routine, or maybe that's just starting a new relationship. Maybe it's even starting to go to therapy. So today's episode is going to be about how to get started even when it's hard. And when it is hard, how we can really lean into that hard to catapult us to where we want to go. And I really want to recognize that When we talk about getting started, I think there are two like really main ways that people approach getting started. And I know for myself, I can sway between these two depending on what season of life I'm in. So the first one is we have something on our heart or something that we really want to start, something new. And I'm going to use fitness for an example because I think so many of us can relate to this. But we start with this new fitness program and we're like, heck yes, we're going to lose all this weight. We're going to get super toned, the six pack abs. And we approach it like head first, all in. And a week goes by and maybe we hop on the scale, like really hyped, ready to see these results. And it hasn't changed. Or we look in the mirror and we don't notice a huge difference. And when those results aren't immediate or what I like to call microwave results, we tend to throw in the towel without recognizing that the direction that we're actually heading in is so much more important than the speed at which we're heading in. Or we approach it in this like analysis paralysis where we are so focused on the nitty gritty or the how, and most of the time it's because we have some kind of fear, whether it's this fear of failure, fear of judgment, sometimes even fear of success. Whereas what if this gets too big and it's bigger than I wanted or I, I want to handle? And we get so stuck in that analysis paralysis that we never actually take the actions to get started. And I'll be honest, that's kind of how I have been with this podcast. I think I was taking all these like baby steps to go into this, but had that fear of, oh my gosh, what if this fails? What if it's a complete flop? Um, That it has taken a little bit longer for me to go ahead and launch the podcast itself. 
I do also want to mention in here, because I think a lot of us, when we approach this, let's get started on something new or wanting to get started, again, especially with our fitness, we approach it with this, well, it's easier said than done. And I want to tell you, no shit. It's always going to be easier said than done, especially when you're starting something new and maybe you don't have the knowledge of what it takes to do that new thing or accomplish that new goal or, you know, it's stepping out of your comfort zone. So it's going to feel uncomfortable and unfamiliar. So it's not going to be as easy. But I want to remind you that inexperience when starting something new does not equate to inability. You are so capable of starting something new. It's just going to require a little bit more grace. And today I really want to focus on that like analysis paralysis that prevents so many of us from getting started in something new. And to do so, I really need to tell you a little bit more of the backstory to my panic attacks. And if you listen to the pilot episode, you heard that about two months after going back to flying, I wound up going out of work on short-term disability because I started having panic attacks. And what led to those panic attacks was actually me contracting COVID I got COVID-19 in October of 2020, which is just crazy to me that we're approaching like year three of having this pandemic. But at that time, we didn't have a vaccine. We didn't know a whole lot about COVID-19. All you really saw on the news and in social media centered around COVID-19 was a rising death toll. Very rarely did you see the like survival stories of it, which there were so many of those, but you never really saw them. You only saw the unfortunate deaths that came from COVID-19. So I wound up getting COVID in 2020 and I ended up having to quarantine for about 14 days. I was fortunate enough to quarantine at home in one of our guest bedrooms. I'm so grateful for that. But during those 14 days of quarantine, I was sitting in this room with nothing but my phone and a TV. And all that I was really consuming throughout those days was those anxious and anxiety-fueled posts and news um, episodes or articles. And it was nothing but uncertainty and fear. And my body was, you know, struggling. Um, I, I couldn't do a whole lot. So I was just laying around. And when I came out of those 14 days, I basically subconsciously created a routine, a very unhealthy routine, which consisted of me waking up, getting out of bed, going downstairs and sitting on the couch and spending my day with, as my sister loves to put it, with the couch eating me as the glow of Netflix shined on my face. And that's all I did. I would only get off the couch for the occasional 
bathroom break and an occasional like food and water break. And and most of the time water was minimal and food was whatever was easy and honestly junk food. And when I started seeing my therapist because my panic attacks, my anxiety was going through the roof and I started getting these panic attacks, especially when I was going to work because I had this fear with me being a frontline employee during this pandemic that that's, and we don't know how I got COVID, but my fear was that that I had to have gotten it at work. I mean, I wasn't doing a whole lot outside of work, but the truth is I could have gotten it anywhere. And I associated work with getting sick and that getting sick leading to uncertainty of whether I was going to live or die. And it created these these panic attacks that prevented me from going to work. And I wound up being out on short-term disability and talking with a therapist pretty much every week, multiple times a week to try to manage my emotions so that the panic attacks were not as frequent. And I remember telling my therapist, I only get off the couch when I have to go to the bathroom or go to bed. And I remember her saying something which at the time I thought was so crazy, but it makes so much sense and I'm so grateful for now. But she said, okay, the next time you go to the bathroom, instead of going back to the couch, I want you to go to the sink and put a dish in the dishwasher. And then I want you to go back to the couch. And I I thought to myself, okay, you just want me to put a plate in the dishwasher? Like, it seems so simple. And at the time I was like, I, you know, honestly questioning, should I be paying this therapist? I mean, what kind of advice is she giving me? But the whole point of it is that the goal was never the plate itself. It was the momentum that the plate was going to bring me. And that in that moment, it was so much better for me to do less than maybe I had hoped to do than nothing at all. Because what I've learned is that messy action is so much better than no action because action creates more action. So that simple task of me just putting a plate in the dishwasher eventually over time led to me filling the dishwasher and then it led to me doing the laundry and folding laundry and then it led to me vacuuming the floors and doing these things which you know seems so simple but when you're stuck in this anxiety and depression they are the most daunting tasks that you can ask. I wound up building that momentum off of that single plate that eventually led me to building a healthy morning routine of journaling and gratitude and working out, moving my body intentionally for 30 minutes every day. I want to focus on the getting started because it's so hard for us to to get out of that analysis paralysis and I want to encourage you that if you are sitting in that analysis paralysis to start with the plate start with something that seems so small but that you can stay so consistent in because that is going to give you the momentum you need 
to build a routine and just to get you started. Even if it's not the end goal, it gets you moving in the right direction. And when I talk about momentum, I really like to use the example of a car rolling down a hill. But in our case, I'm going to use an airplane. Might not be 100% realistic, but we're going to go with it because it has the same underlying meaning. So I want us to think of an airplane getting ready to taxi and how much goes in to prepping the plane and how hard it actually is to get the plane to go from zero to one mile an hour. And then I want us to think about once it's at one mile, how easy it becomes for the plane to then move to two miles an hour and three and five. And eventually it goes a hundred and something miles an hour as it's rolling down the runway about to take off. So as we're starting our journey, whatever journey that might be, whether it's, you know, health and fitness, or it's a mental health, personal development, self-growth, or even like a dating journey, even a relationship journey, I just want to remind you to start small. You might have big goals, big dreams, and I want you to keep dreaming big because girlfriend, you are so capable of anything. If you have that vision on your heart, it's because it's meant for you. I just don't want you to forget how important those small actions are in the pursuit of those big goals and big dreams because those small actions daily are going to create that consistency that truthfully could completely change your life a year from now. And I also want to remind you because if you are on the other end where you start something and when you don't have those microwave results, you give up. So it feels like you're constantly starting over that starting something new isn't going to be easy at the beginning. And truthfully, you're probably going to suck at it at first. And that's absolutely okay. And honestly, kind of expected because you don't have the experience, but it doesn't make you any less qualified. Own where you're at. Keep going. Remember, you only fail if you give up and celebrate the little wins along the way. Because although it seems very uncomfortable now, As you put your reps in, it's going to get easier. It's going to become more comfortable. You've just got to give yourself a little bit of grace along the way. Thank you so much for listening in. If you've enjoyed today's episode, send it to a friend so they could be a part of the crew. I'm unbelievably grateful to be on this journey with you. And until next week's adventure, I just want to remind you that when everything seems to be going against you, planes take off against the wind, not with it.